Welcome to the Legion Outriders podcast, a member of the Radio Free Tattooing Network. You must unlearn what you have learned. Your source for the latest Legion news, opinion, and analysis. You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. John Archiquette. Will somebody get this big walking carpet out of my way? Matt Turner. I'm not afraid. And Joshua Gray. You will be. What's going on, Outriders? John, Josh, Matt, coming back at you again from the Hive of Scum and Villainy, Power 9 Games in Las Vegas, Nevada. What's going on, guys? Now, now wait a minute. Is Power 9 Games the Hive of Scum and Villainy, or is Las Vegas the Hive of Scum and Villainy? I feel like anywhere we are would be the Hive of Scum Have and Villainy. Have you ever seen them standing next to each other in the same room? <laughs> no. Okay, that's good, because... <laughs> It'd be a very large yeah, room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I. Okay. So we are uh, we're in week one of the Han Solo takeover of Star Wars Legion, and <laughs> oh, tell us I how am you also really excited that I could squeak <laughs> in positivity. Thank you, this Josh. This going to smell <laughs> really <joining> bad. <laughs> so and expressing your squeakily spoon. <laughs> before we get into uh, you know how Han Solo is affecting our lives positively or negatively. Uh, let's go ahead and clear up some uh, some misnomers from last week's podcast. Matt, would you like to uh, redeem yourself? No, I would not. <laughs> okay, moving okay, on. No, we, we uh, were very kindly contacted by some sharp-eared li- uh, listeners uh, from Sharp-ate? last week's. Uh, Sharpaid listeners (laughs) from last week's episode. And apparently when I was riffing through the rules on some of the new uh, stuff that came out with the commandos, uh, well, specifically the commandos, uh, that we had gotten wrong. Uh, Specifically, so we can correct the record so people aren't, uh, like, finding out on their own after they listen to us and assume that's how it worked (laughs) because... I get to see you should it. never believe what we say, honestly. <laughs> I get to see people on Nova this weekend. Yeah. But the Outriders said. <laughs> right. their, their little radio show. But uh, So high velocity only applies if it is the only weapon being used in that dice pool. And let me make Not sure. necessarily. Okay. Now, because thanks, it's yeah. the every weapon in the dice pool has to have the high velocity keyword. You're right. You I go. just I don't think there's a way As of right have... now, there is no way right. to do okay. that. Okay. But, okay. Fair enough. You know. So you don't, don't want to get another nasty gram right, email, or, course, you know. So, so let's well, let's actually, be as granular yeah. as possible yes, here. Fair. Thank you. Good point. <laughs> uh, so if you have multiple sniper rifles in the same unit, possibly somehow, maybe with scout snipers with the or Empire, some stuff upcoming. But knows, uh, right? then you get the high velocity, so that's that's dope. But you don't get the uh, A two eighty shots or whatever in there as well. Uh, and then the other one, God, I had to read this like three times, and I kept messing it up, and do- then Josh came and said something, and I was like, okay, you do it. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, for the Proton Charge Saboteur, uh, basically I thought it was an action to detonate, and basically what it comes down to is it's a free action. So it would tra- uh, trigger, and follow me on this, Josh, correct mm-hmm. me if I'm wrong, this sure. is how I think I finally broke it down, was it's like <laughs> a landmine, so if something ends or an action occurs near within the area one of the uh, proton charge, mm-hmm. a unit that has detonate one proton charge at, for free can say, okay, we're going to detonate it now. Okay. So it's basically a mine that you get to decide when it goes off. So do you still have to have that proton unit You, you still living? have to have the unit with the proton okay. charge saboteur yeah. in it. Yeah. yeah, you can't just run over and have somebody else... Pick up the detonator and, okay. then, and then fire it. You're close. Okay. Well, it, okay it's not. Please. It's not range specific. the The way the rule states in, what, the, in okay. the book, For it the says blast, any yeah. time any player completes an action, you can trigger it. So oh, it's okay. consider it like a standby action, You're, but okay. it's global, and the only thing you can do is detonate that charge. Okay, but there wouldn't really anybody reason to detonate it unless there's something right. that's within the range well, one blast. Yeah, there is. I mean, if oh. you have... Um, I want to kill your own guys, say, no, you can't take them out. I'm well, if, if, if it looks like maybe you're going... The, the way the battle ends up flowing, uh-huh. you're going to be bringing like three guys in of your own. By the time somebody else gets in there, 
then if you, you can blow it prematurely to kind of remove it as an obstacle or something like that. I guess. I mean, okay. It, it, uh, corner cases to be sure. Sure, sure. But you know, there there could be. I mean, how many times play in minefield if you put something down and went, oh goody, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna suicide one of my own guys over it, right? Yeah. And, and then, then it doesn't work out. And then it and then it doesn't end up detonating. And then you. And then now it. you've got three more guys coming yeah, behind nope. it. You know. Gotcha. In that kind of a situation, maybe it might be advantageous okay. to just blow it ahead of time. Da, 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 da. Cool rule, and it just uh, broke my brain for a while. So, Another, apologies. I have Admittedly, one more. it's not that hard to do. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> yeah, I, I, mean, yeah, yeah. I am a simple creature. One more question to possibly make this even more complicated. Can you put down a second proton charge before you blow up the first one? Yes. Yes. And... In the no. situation in which you have two proton charges out there, do you can you only because blow it says one? Detonate one gotcha. proton charge. But if you have two teams, yes, one unit can put out more than one, and then each team can detonate once per round. So if you have two teams with the ability to detonate, you can detonate other people's. It. it that unit doesn't have to be the unit that laid it down. Doesn't have to be the unit that detonates it. Gotcha. As Good long job. as you have the detonate keyword, mm. you can detonate any proton charge on the field. Yeah, it has to be that proton charge. Any chance you could do like a custom sculpt, like a junk rat or something for my proton charge guy? Be <laughs> I mean, I'm not a sculptor. There are some guys on <laughs> Dude, on, uh, some crazy on Star Wars Legion yeah. who are on the, uh, the Facebook Darth group. The Darth Maul one that keeps popping up oh, yeah. blows my mind. Well, the, the guy who did the entire Rogue One yeah. cast, right? Well, that that one still to me is the most phenomenal. So yeah. we're seeing some some very talented sculptors. I can only I'm a tracer. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I, I paint You're what other people tracer. have already done. <laughs> Are we hitting, what was that, Chasing Amy yeah. references oh, yeah. two weeks in a row uh, now? No, that was, uh, was that, ch- yeah, Chasing Amy. Yeah. Hey, you, look, you know what, I will, I will quote Kevin Smith movies all day because I'm an old millennial, okay? Even Jersey Girl? Oh, okay. Look, look. <laughs> <laughs> before we turn this into a, okay, yeah, a, a yeah, film anyway. critique podcast, so, anyways, I... Thank <laughs> even, you for letting even us Red know, State? Please, yeah. Uh, uh, no, all please, right. Please, <laughs> uh, if you do catch something that we misspoke about or need clarification, do let us know, and uh, because we want to get the things right, too, and don't want to be spending spreading misinformation maybe one of these days we can oh. have like a contest and we can start intentionally putting in oh bad info <laughs> and, we and can... like the first one to email us and says haha found the error we give them a prize and like... really it's just plausible deniability right 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 yeah, I, say, yeah. I mean that's what ffg does <laughs> yeah. with most of their articles oh. there's always like one error in every article oh. right can we out ffg ffg <laughs> No, I think they have years of experience. Yeah. Ah, you caught us. We put that there intentionally. Ah. Ah. I mean, in, in all fairness, though, we do you know, promote the fact that we are part of the uh, the podcast channel that... Uh, We're the entertainment is, side of Legion, not well, the... Well, we, uh, you know, we, we don't <laughs> pretend to know everything. We just know how to record it. <laughs> uh, so besides those, though, um, we did get a chance to get a, uh, a couple games in with the new Han Solo and Rebel Commandos. And uh, Josh, how did you feel about playing against them today? It was fine. I yeah. mean, uh, I played played a game with Matt, and he had Han, and he had a, a sniper team. Um, uh, sniper team I rolled up second turn with, with, yeah, I got second one turn with a bike. With <laughs> yeah, I got one shot off, killed one dude, and I rolled like, it up oh. with a bike. Um, you know, it's like, well, let's take that off of the field just right now. Let's they killed one trooper. Um, okay, so they so, definitely didn't get their points. Back. Yeah, I know. Not, not, didn't get their points, but... Um, Han is annoying, um, and, and Matt ran, ran Han as a solo commander. Oh, really? Okay. No pun intended. Um, <laughs> as a single uh, commander, sorry. Hey, Nick made that hey, joke earlier. Hey, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> and uh, actually, that was inspired yeah. me to, like, oh, let's try Han by himself right now since uh, Josh is <laughs> spoiling for a game. Yeah, and I, um, I brought Darth Vader um, just to uh, kind of, like, ha-ha, no white dice shenanigans for you with saber throw and pierce three and all that fun stuff. <laughs> yeah. um, go ahead and re-roll your, your three white dice. I, I don't care because pierce. Um, Han's command cards are very annoying as an opposing player. I love his command yeah, cards. Yeah, his command cards great. are really good. Yeah. Um, he wasn't as heavy of a hitter as I thought he would be. Um no. But he does consistent yeah. spread out damage. Yeah. Like, like he's not going to just, like Luke 
or Vader, he's not just going to roll up on one single unit of troopers and just completely wreck it. No. Um, he'll, he'll gradually chip away at, at, your, at your unit effectiveness. Um, I, I haven't had a chance to see how he synergizes with anybody else, with either Luke or Leia or Chewie. Um, I have Chewie. I'm, it's going to be interesting when all four of those characters are released. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and seeing... There's a lot of synergy there, and I think there's a lot of potential for Rebels to maybe be a, very overpowered because you look at the Empire, and they have units that are very solid on their own, mm-hmm. but at the, at, at the time being, don't synergize well with other characters. Mm-hmm. Um, if I've got four, four, three characters on the, on the board that work really well together and pass a bunch of tokens around and give you unbelievable action economy for the same pricing as two units that don't work as well together, quote-unquote, um, eh, we'll see. Yeah, but, you know, when you start picking off these characters and, you know, reduce their effectiveness, you know, it hurts the army as a whole. Sure, yeah, it does. But, I mean, if you, if you look at a scenario where you have Leia, Han, and Chewie, right? So Leia goes and gives Han a dodge token. But with as long as they're within range one, Han and Chewie trade tokens back and forth. Yeah. And that's not capped, okay? Mm-hmm. So Leia gives, gives a dodge token to Han, which then gives it to Chewie. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then Han goes and aims and fires. Well, that gives an aim token to Chewie as well. Yep. And then Chewie goes and dodges and then shoots. Well, that gives another dodge token back to Han. I mean, that, that's action. <laughs> there, I mean, there's great uh, synergy. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah you're I mean, right. I think but, you need that for but a what super that ends up kind of build, yeah, right? So. But what that ends up doing is that turtles up those units so much that you literally, with duck and cover and all of these other things, cool, destroy the sixty percent of the rest of the army that isn't getting that stuff and see how much they're scoring on objectives. And you're also well, talking I mean, about sinking, you know, almost not much. Th- almost three hundred points into three into characters. Three characters. Which, when you look at a tooled up Vader's two fifty. Yeah, I mean, that, I mean, but, but individually, and, and has he, no chance of touching any of that, really. Uh, legitimately, Vader's, Vader's. I mean, there's no argument that Vader's nowhere near the you know character that that Leia is or that Han right. is right now. I mean, basically, you're going to have to take Palpatine and unlimited power him and eat away two thirds of your health to do damage to those three together. But if they're there. bubbled up. If they're bubbled up as they are going to have to be to get that full synergy, yeah. that's ripe for ultimate that's, that's power. That's a great counterplay. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's fun. I can't wait to see what happens with all these units that are coming out and are not out yet. Yeah, well, and, and <laughs> you're going to see a lot. You know, they have to be in close because all their guns shoot range two. Yep. And you know, all they're yeah. they're have to single. And I think on it? I don't know. I don't think we saw that yet. Have we not? I, I think I would imagine it would be did, range but I don't three. Think we just paid that much attention. Yeah, yeah. I think it's I mean, going to go the Wookiee warrior bowcaster is range was range three. three. Okay, yeah. so then yeah, yeah more than likely we'll see sense. a range three bowcaster. Yeah. But but either way, I mean, Han and Leia. I mean, for Han to get his gunslinger, which you're right, it's not going to destroy a unit. But mm-hmm. uh, Matt and I got a chance to play just you know the day after we did the podcast last week on stream, and we both ran solo Leia lists mm-hmm. and. Han Solo was doing work for both of us. I mean, he was yeah. he was out so there. If you'd like to see this game, you can actually see it on Frontier Gaming Channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah so you can still check YouTube, that out. So it is all. Uh, it should be up there. If it's not up, it'll be up very soon. Yeah, it was a good game. And yeah, it was a lot of fun. Han was was doing work for both of us. I think you wiped out two units in one turn. Yeah, well, basically, you had two units of two guys left, and he ran for it. Went, pew, pew, yeah. yeah, but when you when you're trying to hide those two guys behind buildings and yeah. trying to you know seize objectives with it, that you the know, yeah the, the cleanup potential for Han is really really high. I yeah. like it a lot because it's consistent. You know, it's it's two red dice. It's only two, but it is red dice, and it's pretty awesome. Yep. And plus, he's got his own command card that can feed him a aim and a dodge, so that's really nice. And he's so hard to hit. And Josh brought up a good point earlier, talking about you know using Vader against him. It does give some some viability to Vader because Vader is the only one that has that you know. You never really attacked to... Vader with uh, against my Han. <laughs> yeah, I mean he was he was well the one busy, who... he was busy wrecking other things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he killed my uh, my land speeder. Yeah, and. Uh, 
and then took out the ATRT. Yeah, I took out an ATRT uh, and a, and a unit of troops. Yeah, I mean so he, he was, was doing he, work. I, I he killed his you know he killed his weight in points, but it, yeah, I I just think Imperial units the characters compared to what you get versus what you get for the 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 Rebel units the amount of synergy that they get for their price point there's a miscosting. Okay. Uh, Imperial units are overcosted vis-a-vis the synergy that you get off uh, an action economy that you get off of you know Luke and or I'm sorry like Leia Han and Chewie. Cool story they get red defensive dice. But you know actually yeah. how you could fix that? <laughs> you could start playing rebels. Hey. Grass is greener over <laughs> here, man. Hey, I heard you got 2.0 kits in for X-Wing. You mind if I take a look at those? Uh, um, you know. That's it. Yeah. Huh? That, this is how this is going to uh-huh. go down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I, and I thought that was funny, too. Are you threatening too. to walk? You will never work in this town again. <laughs> and it was funny because I came in today to, to play play a game with you. And the the, the first, I literally, you came around the corner holding the X-Wing 2.0 stuff. I did. And you're like, hey, Josh, want to play X-Wing? And I'm like, do you want to do a podcast with two people from now on? <laughs> I think he was threatening to kick me off as what was happening. Yeah, basically. Yeah. So my, my plan today was to prep all my X-Wing stuff because we're doing a stream tomorrow night where I'm supposed to be playing it with people. And I haven't even gotten a chance to look at the rules and the new cards or anything. So, But you're like, it's oh, not let's that get different. a game of Legion. Oh, okay, that's It's cool. not that different. Cool. There's, there's a couple of new steps, and they've kind of reordered some stuff, but... Just um, in case, since I yeah, knew yeah, you're yeah. an X-Wing player. But uh, no, I was more than happy to play Legion, too. I, I, Especially since it's been a while since we played What's the number one rule of rehab? Like somebody who's in rehab? Oh, I'm sorry. You don't offer them more alcohol. <laughs> okay? I'm in X-Wing rehab. Okay? I'm, I'm on like step seven right now. And if you're like, hey, Josh, here's a, here's a bunch of X-Wing stuff. I'm going to shame you in your relapse. You're never going <laughs> to. <laughs> We've got a token upgrade coin. Yeah, I, right. I, I, I fell off the repulsor lift yeah. and uh, I went back to X-wing. Yeah. Uh, okay, now that oh. I know that this is a sensitive thing for you, it's not sensitive. I just sensitive. You know, speaking of, of rehab and you know possibly having some interventions on people, Matt, we need to stage an intervention with you on these freaking T forty seven. Hey, it actually did okay today. Did it? Eh, it did yeah, okay. it did okay. Eh. It did okay. It. Um, uh, I I moved a unit out of cover because I was I, I had to play pretty aggressively because I was just playing a single one this time and yeah yeah well that's good yeah I, I had, <laughs> was very different from what we played I had to play pretty aggressively because I was because I ran Vader it was somebody decided long march was a good idea for that no game. no it wasn't that actually the the, the, <laughs> the board state actually set up for me really well um, but because we were playing intercept the transmissions I had to get and I was down on activations, I had to try and get up and into cover quickly. Okay. Um, you were playing, what, 8 to 10 activations? 8 to 10, so I yeah. Had 10, he had eight, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. And the first turn, um, we ended up having to roll off, and I went first. So he had three activations to go after I did. So I ended up screwing up, and I made a mistake and moved a unit before I should have moved it, um, and moved it, basically left it unexposed, or left it exposed, and uh, Matt came in and aim and fired with the yeah, and basically smoked that unit. Um, so I was already like, he didn't kill it, but no. might as well have. Yeah. Um, it was. I think it was just down to the unit leader at that point. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Not yeah, not a good not a good place to be in. Um, Using my new dice rolling app, which Josh stupid. thoroughly loved, and I liked. It no, well. it's stupid. I, I don't like it. like it because then I've got to like. Try and look and see where what dice you You're rolled. Right. I'll, and... I'll try to put it on my iPad so you can see. Yeah, I mean, because it's like, oh well, it's two hits and getting and it mixed up. I don't. Not that I would. You would, you know, hide anything, and not that I don't trust you if you roll the app and tell me it's it's two. But it's just kind of a, you know, here, look, here's my phone. Here, look, here's my phone. Like, yeah, eh, you know, I I don't like it because you could roll it and then I, I did mean, show him when I got the double uh, white block. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's incredulous. Yeah, that, yeah that, um, I wouldn't believe it either. Yeah. yeah, so, eh, I don't like I don't like apps. I mean, you've got dice, roll the dice, and I can understand it's something like forty k where it's like, here's my attack pool with seventy dice, and you and you're that would it. have been helpful yesterday. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know, roll me seventy dice on an app, fine. Um, 
And it didn't make pew pew sounds. It made like droid sounds, which was dumb. Give me pew pew sounds. Yeah, I mean, you can silence them if you like, but I turned them all the way up. So does the does the FFG Dice app work for all FFG games? Yes, uh, pretty much. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. you can do X one on like there. I paid like five bucks last year for the RPG. Yeah. Because there were okay. special RPG dice, and uh, we didn't have enough sets to go around when we were playing it. So you but, can do uh, Star Wars Legion. You can do X Wing. You can yeah, do yeah, all that Lord of, or uh, Legend of Five Rings RPG. I don't know it's just Star Wars. It's just Star Wars dice. Okay. But can you do Legion? Can you Destiny? Does it do Destiny uh, dice? No, I yeah. can't imagine it does Destiny dice. Okay. I don't I could pull it up and look real quick. Yeah. Talk amongst yourselves. Okay. But well, you can, if, yeah, you can it's 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 okay. I've only seen one person ever unit in an actual tournament. Yeah. Um I, I think there's uh, there's kind of a a stigma with coming okay. to the tournament with that. Armada, but. Imperial Assault, Legion, Rebellion. So that's the board game. Yeah. Uh Star Wars role playing and X Wing. Okay. Oh cool. Okay. So number of uses and you said it was five bucks? Uh, I think so. I don't know if it's changed or not. Yeah. That's the noise it makes. <sighs> yeah. Oh, look at that. You yeah. have to like, actually and shake it, it to do it, too. So you don't have to. You can stupid. just hit the roll thing, and then it tells you all the results. I and like it. hit those, and then hit the re-roll, and then, yeah. It's like R2-D2's rolling it for you. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's BB Great. I really wish that, like... Yeah, you're going to be doing this spot. Uh, where's the X-Wing stuff, Matt? Uh, it's, uh, it's all dead. It's all dead. I wish, like, we should just, like, have video or photos of whenever Josh is just utterly disappointed and thoroughly... Yeah, that, needs, that needs to be a t-shirt, really. Right? It's Josh's just, just fa- his just face his... when he's just not having it. Uh, Speaking of not having it, all right, so we, we kind of skipped over the, uh, the Star Wars news portion of the podcast. But um, Team Fireball. Team Fireball, yeah. Fireball. Which so, is a, a cinnamon whiskey, if I recall. Yes, <laughs> it is. They're all a bunch of drunks. Which is what know? John's going to need to watch the show. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to take a lot of Fireball for me to watch Resistance. Uh, okay, so, well, I, I think uh, somebody pointed out that Filoni said this is aimed at a younger audience. Yeah, so. it's a kid's show. It, it's We're talking about Star Wars Resistance, for those of you who aren't keeping up on the news. And the reason it's news is because they released a whole bunch of promotional artwork for it now. and Not only a promotional artwork, but like a five-minute behind-the-scenes thing where they talk about a lot of... They talk to a lot of the actors, and they kind of explain their characters, and there's some show footage in there. I don't mind the animation. Um, yeah. I know, I know, it's a too bright of a palette for yeah, um, Mr. Doom and Gloom over there. Um, <laughs> I like the grittiness. Got to be you know? grim dark. Yeah, yeah I like grim dark. dark. I like grim dark and gritty, and man, like the Batman. The best animated show was the Batman animated series because it was you know yeah, yeah, dark and because awesome. it was Batman. Yeah, yeah well, I, mean, I like Star Wars. You know, the best Star Wars movie was The Empire Strikes Back. Okay, I want grim. I want it's war. Okay, it's Star Wars. Not bright, shiny pod racing. Here's some money. Go see a Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it looks for what for what the animation style is. It does look cool. Um, it's not my style. I'm not a Star Wars brony, so cool. I'm not gonna. Well, it's coming out October. 7th, <laughs> watch kids I believe, shows. So hey, hey, what? watch it, buddy. <laughs> Don't you compare us to those people? <laughs> bronies. <laughs> Sorry for you guys out there who are bronies. Uh, me too. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it might be interesting. Uh, you guys will have to give me your review on it after you watch it so yeah. I can pretend like I'm going to watch it. Yeah, am I get, ever going to get my Blu-rays back? Yeah, I'll get back to you. Okay, thanks. <laughs> for, my, for my Rebel shows that you're not watching. I, I made it like six episodes in. Okay. Did you quit? Well, I quit. Then you tapped out? I tapped out. Yeah. Why? Because it just wasn't thing. It wasn't for me. like oh, things that make people man. happy. man. It gets so much better. Yeah. Like it, it really ramps up in the second season. Yeah, but it got it gets darker. It's a lot of table setting in the first season. All right, well, maybe when, when I get back to, to when painting, setting up Ezra's fall to the dark side. Well, there, there you go. Now, spoiler alert! I there's no reason to watch. God, it. didn't I see that coming. Setting up, a Jedi in hiding, training a Padawan with daddy issues. What could go wrong? Other Star Wars. That's news. not a trope. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> How was your Star Wars game? 
that I almost got to play in but didn't get canceled. Which one's, oh, it was good. It was good. a lot of fun. Um, friend of mine for the for for our listeners, friend of mine. Uh, came out and we ran a, a Star Wars Saga RPG game. I love those books. It was so were, much they fun. They were oddly shaped, but fun. And he's such a he, my friend. My friend JG. He's a great DM. Um, Does he listen to the show? No, because he doesn't play about Legion. It. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's a. It's kind of a. He's been running the same game for like a decade. Um, like like all of us, he's a he's a, a former Air Force vet. So. What he would do is every time he went to a new duty station, he would just collect like four or five people that like Star Wars and like play RPGs, and he would just make a new group and flow them into the timeline of his game. Lots of nerds in AFN is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> and, 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 you know, other players that he liked from uh, other player characters that he liked from his other games, he would then flow into the game as NPCs that the team, you know, that, cool. that the groups would meet. Um, when I started playing with him in Virginia, he had four different game groups going in the same universe at the same time. Wow. And it was awesome. Uh, um, I, I, just mostly because I just want to bring up, I thought the setting was super cool. Yeah, the setting's it's an cool. alternate timeline. It's, a, it's an alternate history yeah. where, the, where the Skywalkers, plural, yeah. um, basically never became good. They and, all fell to the dark side. Right. Yeah. And the, the Empire is currently being ruled by the benevolent Empress Leia. Um, it's, it's so cool. Um, there's, yeah. uh, there's been a droid uprising, and droids are now completely outlawed. Um, there's the uh, Force users that are kind of rebelling, but they're not like Jedi. No. They're just Force users because sure. there's a big stigma against Force users. And their Force users are almost controlled kind of like sanctioned psychers in the 40K universe. Okay. Um, they're kind of controlled and, and, and aimed as a weapon in, in that. So the, uh, the, the Force users are trying to throw off the yoke, but not because they want to be good. Uh, they're basically terrorists. And, like, they bomb trains and they do all... Yeah, it's... Oh, wow. Yeah, it's grimdark. You'd love it. Yeah, uh, yeah it's like, totally cool. This sounds like a really cool, like, graphic novel series. It is, yeah. it is. Um, he, he's, a, he's a great DM, and, and I love it. It's a lot okay. of fun. Uh, and enough tangent there. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So what were we talking about? Well, one thing that uh, I guess we needed to touch on with, uh, with Han yet was how does he rank amongst the other commanders? Oh. So... Now that we've all had a chance to either play using him or against him. Golly, that's tough because I play both sides. See, so you're probably the, the best judge on this because... Cool. Well, I'm going to make proclamations and say Han is by far the best. Really? Well, I don't know. I actually really like beers. Wow, you really backed off your, uh, yeah, your pedestal no, no, really no, quickly. That's, that's a lot of pressure <laughs> to put on me, man. I'm, I don't know anything, so... Uh, I really am enjoying the play style of Han, though. I, yeah. I, I feel so. I've always been a Han fanboy, so it's it's tough uh, thinking objectively about him because mm-hmm. he's going to be my go-to guy for Rebels for probably a long time. Um, I do really enjoy what Veers does for the army uh, for the Imperial Army. So in that way, I think he's a little bit more important, uh, especially for Empire players. But definitely, Han is my favorite Rebel commander right now. Yeah. I would say right now I still put Leia just a little bit above him. That's right. And I put him just a little above Luke. Okay. I think I like Luke a little bit more than a lot of people do. Yeah, no, you, you've always, you've consistently run Luke past when Leia was introduced to. Yeah. So you've definitely given them both their fair shakes. But in, in all fairness, though, I do like to run a little bit more melee heavy. Cool. So I, Well, yeah, so you, you've admitted that before. What yeah. do you think? Where Where is Han in the spectrum of your... Spectrum. I think he's a great support commander. I, I, I think he needs a teammate. And okay. I think he needs another commander to really get the most out of him. I like playing him um, like a super solo. Yeah. You know? I mean, uh, he doesn't support. He just goes out in there and guns things. And hey, if you happen to get some benefit from his leadership or something, good for you, kid. <laughs> Don't get cocky. Yeah. Yeah. One, uh, <laughs> now, we didn't really touch on this at all yet. Where do you think the commandos fit in this how how did you feel about using the commandos because i was a little bit underwhelmed uh so we we talked about this a little bit on the stream and i think it's going to you really need to run two units of them to start seeing some effect uh whether they're just picking off a guy each round and putting suppression out Mm -hmm. um 
because it's so easy to clear one suppression, I think two units is where you need to be. And if there's a key unit that you want to slow down, boom, you pop the two suppression. It's much less likely that they get it off that round. Yeah. Uh, I still haven't played with two. I, I'm, I'm about to go out and get another box of them. And, uh, yeah, give them a try probably the next time I try Rebels. But See, I, I think that their best asset is the fact that they add another activation. Sure. It's like 40 points yeah, and you mm-hmm. get another activation out of it. Yeah. That's really their best asset, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, they can harass a unit, but they're not going to put a lot of damage onto something. I, I, I think they're going to be better served. Uh, the, and everybody looks at the big sexy sniper rifle and goes, ooh, sniper teams. Yeah. Um, I, I think what you're going to get the most use out of them with is the proton charges. Um, you know, run them. Wow. Yeah, okay. I, I think. Yeah, I was well, upset I mean, alert. you know, um, depending on how your map. We have to talk to Mr. Pena about how people are running them on the uh, tabletop <laughs> or how they have them. Right, but I mean, I I, I think that if you just take, um, you know, if you if you put on uh, the upgrade that gives them scout two, that lets them do scout two, deploy them. Well, it's not an upgrade. It's just the. Oh, is it? Is uh, it? Yeah, that's, that's just, just a card. Yeah, okay. Uh, well, the there's operators. an upgrade coming out that gives scout one. Uh-huh. Uh You know, put them on, put that on them, and now they have Scout, Scout three. three. Wow! You know, activate them first turn, take a move, throw out a proton charge, and then just get them behind cover. Yeah. And use that as area denial for the for the board. Sure. Uh, I think that's um, I, I think that's going to be a lot more useful than than a, a defending those one point four Ds. Something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, if, if lots of fleet troopers. Okay, you got to get close. All right. Well, here I'm gonna I'm gonna preempt and and define the battle space a little bit, throw out some proton charges and run it back into cover, and now I've closed off an entire avenue of attack. You know. Yeah. Uh, and, we... and and unlike a mine, I don't have to detonate it as soon as one of your guys comes into range. You know, I can hold it and wait to see if you bring two or three into range because you, that's after you've deployed. That's just what you got to do. Yeah. Um. And it does get you another activation. I think the sniper team dies entirely too quickly with just two dudes. True. Well, I mean, that, you know, having, I mean, having the low profile, you low you have to have helps, them in cover. The, that they have range of the entire board. I think that's where you keep them protected. Uh, yeah, but I, I wasn't expecting you to send a bike squad like straight at them full blast, and I was like, oh, okay, well, this is where they die. Well, yeah, <laughs> I, but but I mean, that's all it takes, you know. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, and the problem with those is, you know, to to be able to see somebody else, you know, you have to be seen. Yeah. Which means you can't you can't be shot at. And once yeah. other snipers, wins once other snipers come out, you know that yeah, we that, were doing enemy at the gates with our game. Yeah. We both had snipers. Yeah. And that basically, we yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. Other. You know, once everybody has access to snipers, I should say. Right. You know, that makes it a very you know very vulnerable to to counter battery fire. Um, or if somebody brings an ATST, you know, you're with, with <laughs> mortar combat. <Yeah>. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, okay, you've got, you know, you've, once you start throwing out suppression and, and that mortar, yeah. you know. Well, you're, it's for sure. Yeah. It's, but it, it's a fairly cheap uh, activation right now. It is. And, and I think that's where its utility comes in the most. If you can keep them protected, then cool. Hey, that's, that's, uh, you're usually popping off a guy each round. So. Yeah. I, I think it brings a lot of utility. Um, but, yeah, I, I'd, I'd rather – I'm going to try and run them first as, as – Oh, so you are playing Rebels. Oh. When the scouts come out. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to run them <laughs> more as a, as a grenadier unit than as a sniper unit. Okay. Yeah, I, honestly, the next game I, I play, I'll probably try to get them out with the proton charges. Well, we're going to talk a little bit about the uh, the terrain aspect of things coming up here we in a little did bit. That. Cause, we did that weeks ago. Well, apparently people aren't listening or... The more things change, the more they stay the uh, same. But we've, we've got some, some possible solutions for that, and uh, we'll get back to that in just a little bit. Tune in every Wednesday to Radio Free Tatooine, a Star Wars podcast that's better than some and worse than others. Take a trip to a water cooler far, far away as we bring some casual, fun conversation into the Star Wars podcasting community. Hosted by me, Sean, my sister Amy, and John. Radio Free Tatooine. We may not know what we're talking about, but we sure know how to record it. For more, visit RadioFreeTatooine.com. 
a proud member of the Radio Free Tattooing Podcast Network. You're listening to the Legion Outriders Podcast, a member of the Radio Free Tattooing Network, recorded on location at Power 9 Games. Whether you're looking for the latest releases from Legion, X-Wing, 40K, Magic, or any of our other extensive inventory of board and card games, head to Power9Games.com and use coupon code OUTRIDER10 to get 10% off your order. Plus, shipping is free on orders over $100. Now, back to the Outriders. Welcome back, Outriders, with John, Josh, and Matt here at Power9 Games. And we're going to talk a little bit about something we probably talked about a couple weeks back. Oh, we did talk about it. So probably we talked about it. Yeah, so <laughs> it may still be an issue. Um, Nova is going on right now um, over in Northern Virginia. And the You're photos today. Grounds, Josh. Yeah, yeah. Josh yeah. Grounds. So we saw some of the first photos of the Legion tables, and they look a bit scant. Again. Again. Yeah. And now, we did talk about this with Gen Con, and we found out later on from Nick Freeman that actually the tables look better than what they were originally shown. So, so they, they made yeah. some improvements as the days went on. Yeah. Um, so we're but... making this, this disclaimer immediately just based on the fact that these are based on initial photos sent in by people who were there. Posted up to the Legion Facebook group. Yeah. Now, in, in those people's credit, today the pictures that went up were posted about an hour before the tournament started. So okay. the tables were set. I mean, that's that's the way they were going to be. Now, um, as I recall, they said that it was going to be the same terrain kit from Gen Con to Nova. Am I crazy in remembering that? Is that That is may that be, thing? but... So, I mean, did they spread it over more tables? I think maybe, that makes it or? worse, <laughs> or, honestly. Uh, uh, okay. But when you, when you get so much feedback from the community that these tables are unacceptable, and you roll into the largest war, tabletop wargaming event in the country... That, is it? That, yes. Is Nova it? Open, yes. That's okay. what they build themselves as, is the oh, largest okay. tabletop wargaming convention in, in, in the country. You can't roll in like that and be like, oh, look, look at all the 40K stuff, and look at all the 30K stuff, and look at all the Age of Sigmar stuff, and here's our table with our Did they sell budget out all terrain. their tables? Um, I don't know. I'm wondering if they were able to, like, salvage some if they didn't, if they prepped too many, or... It, it's, I don't know. It's not necessarily we're the not fact there. that it's just sparse, but yeah. it's just big rocks. Everything out there is big rocks. There's okay. no there's no area terrain. There's no little pieces. I mean, there's barricades, a couple of barricades, and I'm not even going to... I'm not even going to... to Barricada. No, no. It doesn't deserve it. <laughs> I got it. you. It doesn't deserve it. I got you. No. no the tables have turned. No, 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 no. It doesn't deserve it. I'm it is not worthy. It is not worthy. Um, well, again, so we're but, not there. We but haven't they seen know all it's a the problem. tables. If you know it's a problem, fix it. Do, is it a problem? Because, I mean, yeah. I could have sworn when we talked to Nick, he was saying it wasn't that bad. It wasn't there a was problem There was a couple of Gen bottom Con. tables. So... Uh, I think we need to have reports from the players after they played some events. Yeah, and, so and, I'm, and I'm not saying this uh, okay. to, to, to speak ill of anybody, but you're also talking to somebody who won one of those days. Of course they didn't have a problem with it. They won. Mm, okay. um, that's fair. You know, and, and that's not that's not a, a value judgment on anybody. You know, uh, of course when you win. Colored perception, uh, sure. You know, of course when you win, anybody who's complaining, it's, well, fly better. You know, <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> so, but when... When you have and online communities are going to be vocal if they disagree with something, but you know there's there's uh, almost ninety comments on the Facebook thread. I just looked at it, and none of them are really outwardly supportive of. Oh well, you know it's it's a bunch of people that are looking at it going, this is unacceptable, and, and it, honestly, it is. If you're going to have a world championship, if you're going to have premier events. It can't be amateur hour. You can't come out here with terrain that looks like you just pulled it off the shelf at Michael's and, <laughs> and, and you know, here's my four pieces of terrain. You know, they've got some. It's still got fish gravel in them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's be fair. Michael's is a pretty good selection yeah, of things okay. you can use for terrain. But, but some of the terrain just doesn't even make sense. It's like they've got a large piece of terrain that sits in the corner. Yeah. What good is that? It's no good. It doesn't do anything. <laughs> Maybe you could put a sniper team up there, but that's about it. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, what are you doing with that? It's it's 
it's nonsensical, and it's it's one of those things. And, I, and I've said it before, and you know, I, I'm honestly not trying to to take digs at FFG, but this is kind of what happens when you've got people that don't trying to word this diplomatically. You know, when you let the game designers run the events outside of that, right? Game but, designers you know, should design games. But Alex, Davey, and Luke, we talked to them. They both were saying how they, you know, expect there to be a lot of terrain in the game. They, you know, the, if you look in the rules, well, it says twenty-five percent. Who's running this event? I, well, I, I don't know, but it. Oh, so it may not be. Fancy it may not. Right. So okay. okay, but it it it. I don't want to. I don't want to get into the, yeah. the pointing fingers sure, because we don't do know that. who's responsible for it. Um, but Withdrawn. We, we, but okay. we do. We do know that Alex and Luke both have a, a concept of how a tabletop war game is supposed to play. Speaking yeah. with them, I'm sure they, they both do know enough that. Testing. Yeah. Yeah. And and there was you know it, it says recommended twenty five percent of the table right. covered, which is pretty much the established rule of thumb for war gaming. Right. Yeah. But I mean, what it is matters but... too. You know, if sure. it's just you want to have a good mix. Yeah, you want to have a good mix, yeah, and it, it, out there, it's just big rocks and and obstacles. Sure. But Josh, what do I do if I'm playing at home, but I don't have access to all these great little terrain features? Buy a 3D printer. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, if you're playing at home, really, all you got to do is t- cut out some 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 cardboard and say area terrain at least. You know, uh, I mean the felt aisle at Walmart, or right? Michael's. Sure, or Michaels. That, that always works. Excellent yeah. stuff. I mean, I mean, you can go and go to go to. These are trees. Yeah, you can go to you can go to PetSmart and grab you know logs from aquarium. Some stuff. of those can be a little. Yeah, expensive, they can be expensive. But, yeah. but they're um, there. You know, and you, but know, you, you can, can use you can paper have towels. A, you can use Tupperware. We, we talked right. about this, you know, right when we first started the podcast Anything. on a hobby. You know, the yeah, hobby you, section. Yeah, we still some of our best for looking terrain is your yeah. Tupperware buildings. Yeah, so. you can easily but make stuff. He, with he things spent at home. time building and painting. But and there's all that, there so. the the quality and amount of terrain that is in this store right now is infinitely better for variety. For a bunch of reasons than oh, what's on that table out I mean, there. We got to worry about maybe a dozen tables at most. Most days. I don't think or... they have more than sixteen tables there. Oh, well, but, but when you're charging, I mean, when you're charging as much as you do for entrance and for yeah. registration, there is an expectation of uh, you know certain level of professionalism with the tables. And I t- and that doesn't even account for oh I I bought plane tickets from Las Vegas all the way out to. Uh, downtown DC, where I'm spending two hundred dollars a night on a hotel. Yeah, you know, and I think and I taking time off of work because it's on a, fr- a Thursday. You know, the biggest I, the biggest why issue. Why spend all that money on a hotel when you could be murdered in the streets for free? I know, right? <laughs> in, in glorious Crystal City. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think one of the biggest issues with, uh, with with that in a tournament is not so much just the lack of you know sightliness of the table, but this I would say people are building. It, it, it affects the okay. it affects the play of the game. That's the thing. It's, it, does. Yes, it does. Because a unit, say like an ATST, which becomes infinitely better when there's no terrain on the table. Sure. Than when they're, you know, when you're right. playing with a properly dense terrain. And and I think it is an issue. You know, okay. a 40K player right. comes you're by right. and looks at, oh, first game, you know, this is clown shoes. You know, this is, uh, and, and I, I think I think there's an identity crisis with the game to a point. Because... FFG has said on our podcast that, hey, this is an accessible game for everybody, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then they're going to say, well, it's an accessible game, but then also do premier level events, world championships. Sure. But then you put, you know, casual level stuff on the table. Okay. It's not, you know, if, if you want it to be a casual game, be a casual game. Is FFG providing this terrain? From what I've heard, yes. Well, we, okay, so we don't know that, so we can't point fingers at it. Sure. Right. So we but need more I, but inform, it's just, information on that. Okay. The, the fact that it is the same at two entire tournaments is, I think, meh. Well, we'll, we'll user listeners out there, um, you know, send us, send us some yeah. reports of, of what the, the actual tables look like mid-game at Nova because who knows? It may change. Yep. That, that could have just been, you know, some early preliminary stuff. So we're, uh, we're anxiously waiting to see what happens with that. Now, yeah. if you're playing at home and you don't have access to lots of that terrain, and you want to make some unique rules, maybe for narrative or whatever. Um, there were some some people on the uh, the chat who come up with some pretty cool ideas, and I thought maybe we could talk a little bit about that because, no. you know, Star Wars. One of the greatest things about you know having the forest planet and snow planet and Desert beach planet. planet. Yeah, yeah. yeah it Don't forget be... lava planet. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Not only do you you know 
have these different scenery and you know bases and stuff like that but you also could play with different rules now the legion rules that we have at the moment are very you know open world kind of fit to any planet but you can uh-huh. kind of come up with some cool rules based on what you would expect to have so more of a narrative driven table based on oh we're going to pick out a planet in mustafar or exactly Kashyyyk or yeah. something so say you're playing um you know we've seen some really cool uh scarif uh oh yeah, bases yeah, yeah, or yeah. scarif uh boards now you would expect that you know, troopers coming in off the beach or running through the shallow water would probably move differently than they would if they were actually on. Oh, yeah, they get sand in their cod pieces and whatnot. They'll slow you right down. <laughs> Have you ever run with a sandy cod piece? I, I Me either, but I imagine it's horrible. I feel like that should be an Olympic sport. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's totally not a cod piece. <laughs> the, sand... <laughs> the sandy cod piece 500. Yeah. <laughs> So, I hear that's a bowl game this year. Yeah. <laughs> Might as well be. <laughs> we'll see you there, UCF. Uh, but yeah, so what happens if you're running through the shallow water? You would expect that you move a little bit differently. So we came up with somebody, not us, but somebody came up with a, a, a cool little chart that would explain the, the differences you might expect. So I shallow I water. the main rule book. This exact it's, one? This one's yeah. a little, oh, yeah. yeah. The, the, it's the, like the extended oh, chart yeah, for yeah. all the different terrains. So yeah. So, yeah, it's a good resource. But you could apply it to different, you know, different planets though too. So yeah. say if you're playing on a Hoth planet, okay? Now, uh, and this is beyond like the hostile environments condition. Right. Card exactly. Yeah. So uh-huh. you got a condition card that applies to removing, you know, suppression when you're next to terrain pieces. But this kind of reminds me of the uh, like the realm tables for like Age of Sigmar and yeah. things like that. So, exactly. Yeah. So you're playing on a very. Uh, I want to say harsh, but uh, something is very different in this environment than you would find on, like, a standard M-class planet in yeah. Star, Star Wars. Yeah, so, so like, for, like, like Hoth, <laughs> everything would be yeah. difficult terrain. Yeah, yeah. but right. if you're a trooper. But right. if yeah, you're yeah, yeah. an airspeeder. Sure, yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't or matter. a walker or something. What if you know? the cold yeah. is interfering with the gears on your ATRT and they Ugh. start losing actions? Maybe that, they're that always could, malfunctioning. Yeah, that sure. could be something, too. And, you know, in Hoth, you're not seeing a lot of terrain. You know, mm-hmm. you may see an ice cave here or there, or right. you know, a little out, you know, outcropping of rocks sticking up, but for yeah. the most part, it's fairly flat. So, you know, that would change the way the game plays, despite not having any actual terrain on the board. I would love to see a board that that is no kidding an urban board, like like Manhattan, right? Yeah. Where it's just tall buildings and alleyways. And uh, roads. Actually, and then of, maybe there's a couple of you know yeah. Times Square type places where it's open, and the, your objective's in the middle of that. But you've got to navigate all of the roads and stuff to get there. So one of the guys that plays here at the store, he's just getting into Legion, uh, but he had gone on a Kickstarter and is basically it's a bunch of like modular corridors and things for a sci-fi setting like Infinity mm-hmm. or. Uh, something like that, but uh, we're already setting up. We're going to be doing the storming of the Tantive Four, mm-hmm. basically. So it's a bunch of uh, channeled oh, hallways, okay. some That'd larger cool. rooms, nice. and things like that. So it's going to be all infantry, basically. But uh, you know, awesome. Vader versus Leia, and it should be right. a lot of fun. That but, is, uh, see, yeah, he's getting those built and painted right now. Those so, are some of the, the aspects yeah. of Legion that you know maybe we don't talk about enough because there's a lot of narrative to be had there. I mean, we, we already know some of those cool like the cool actual battles that we've yeah. seen in the movies, mm-hmm. like you said with the with Tanta Four. But there's a lot of like ones you can create too. I mean, so, how many people want to play like a Battle of Helm's Deep kind of right? scenario? Right. Uh, yeah. You have a bunch of speeder bikes coming in, like the uh, yeah, <laughs> like the charge of the Pelennor Fields, yeah. something like that. Yeah, except they're the bad guys. But yeah, anyways. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, you can use your imagination right, to come up right. with things like that. But yeah, there's there's a lot of narrative things you can do with that, and some I don't of think the, some of the I mean, especially like so you mentioned that like the the Clone Wars battles, it would be really cool because there was uh, one of the early ones it was the guy that did the samurai jack animation oh yeah um but there was like a big jousting scene between uh, the different speeder bikes so that'd be really cool to stage something like that it's like gennady something or another right something yeah russian don't remember off the top of my head but uh, especially when more units are available in the future yeah i think that would be a really cool way to do things and of course you you may want to mess with your army lists you know Mm -hmm. like Maybe a straight 800 versus 800 point battle wouldn't work for this situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, maybe you can make it a little bit more. No heavies. 
Yeah, sure. You know? But I'm saying like a little bit more asymmetrical. You know, how you can do... fun would it be to do a Mustafar map with like bridges and walkways? Absolutely. Because uh, there there are uh, table mats out there that uh, I think Table War we've got one from them that's got a bunch of lava on it. But uh, then you can have fun with like force push and like throw them into the lava and have rules for that. That would be, you know? awesome. that would be yeah. That would make force push. It would go back to the former glory days of force push yeah, before right. I realized what battle meditation did. Oh man. <laughs> and of course, all of the bridges have no railings. No, yeah, because that's, that's very, very unsafe that's, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not true. There's You're no playing stuff. in an Ewok village. Ewoks. Because the Ewoks had railings. They do. And they were the only ones with an OSHA. And <laughs> it's funny because their railings were actually set up for human height, not Ewok. Almost as if they intended to have some kind of golden robotic mm. god come from the skies. It's probably from <laughs> their uh, taskmasters who come to collect the coffee harvest from them. <laughs> so. Wait, are you saying that they're not free trade? That they're not their own autonomous coffee produ- the producers? The secret is out. <gasps> I'm taking my calf back. Uh. <laughs> I demand free trade Ewok. <laughs> they need to be compensated for their labor properly. Oh, they are. They get those trinkets. <laughs> Just wait till they branch out into whatever serves as pumpkin spice for the Star Wars oh, universe. Oh, man. Yeah, they, they, they ate the pumpkin as they ate the beans, and then... <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so back to the Mustafar, and then you can have, like, a big hill in the middle, and then whoever claims the high ground... Oh, I like it. Yeah. You need to seize the high ground. That's the, that's the objective. And you're, like, at a disadvantage if you're trying to... <laughs> If they underestimate your power, and then well, yeah, trying to do that, <laughs> come up with our own scenario cards for these matches. Oh, that's fun. We should actually try to set something like that up here in the future. I like it. So send us your ideas, guys. If you got some cool yeah. ideas for coming up with uh, with narrative scenarios for uh, for you know a little one off, do an echo base Legion scenario game. maybe with those hallways. That'd mm-hmm. be kind of cool. Hangar bay or two. Ooh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw somebody had done a like an, an urban Naboo board. Oh, really? That was kind of okay. cool. Looks Streets like... of Jetta or something. Yeah, yeah some, Streets of Jetta something would like be that. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's the kind of urban board that we need yeah. for the game. Yeah, I think some, that would be fun. Something like a you know, ruined Stalingrad kind of, you know, right. that style board. I mean, and you think about it, I mean, that's where a lot of war is fought. You yeah. know, a lot of war is fought in urban environments. Um, not on the grassy fields of Naboo? No, oh. not really. I mean, especially nowadays. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I'd, I'd like to see urban terrain i'd like to see urban fights yeah somebody's fighting you know somebody's fighting over these cities yeah yeah they're all not all just destroyed whole you know (laughs) like it's not the napoleonic war where we all meet in a in in a field and fall over like good fellows you know it's uh (laughs) gritty and grimdark i thought stormtroopers were good at that though they'd all line up in their nice shiny white armor not with my red dice they don't Mm. How many That's, did you blink today? Not a, not a whole lot on the storm. There was just that one yeah. uh, with when Vader took three yeah. hits, yeah. Oh for three. That was uh, fun. So Anyways. next week, guys. Unfortunately, I'm going to be uh, off the uh, off the show again. So Woo, party, Josh Woo! is yeah. Josh taking yeah. over. So. All right, so we'll do uh, your first podcast of X-wing 2.0. <laughs> no, no, you you stay away from that. Now that I know you've got your coin to protect, I and thank you by the way, because Friday's my birthday, so not having you around is uh, well, the go. best present anybody could ask for. <laughs> Joking. Well, happy birthday, I know, man. right? Yeah. All right, guys. Well, I want to thank you guys for listening, and uh, join us next week for Matt ruining the show. Matt and Josh yeah! ruining the show. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! Woo! <laughs> we couldn't right. ruin anything further. <laughs> All right. Take it easy, Outriders. You've been listening to the Legion Outriders podcast, a member of the Radio Free Tatooine Network. For more from the Outriders, make sure you like us on Twitter at Legion Outriders, subscribe to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Legion Outriders, and make sure you like and subscribe to the podcast. Thanks for listening. You're all clear, kid. Now let's blow this thing and go home.